Yo, what's good, y'all? It's a new episode of A1 Sports Politics with your main man, A1 Duh. What's going on, y'all? Hey, man. I'm so happy to be back. I really, uh, I really, really apologize for my absence last week. Man, I had hell week. I'm a coach, man. Shout out to Democracy Prep. You know, we had hell week over there, and it was a great week, man. Shout out to Democracy Prep, all the players that was out there grinding, all the coaches and stuff like that. Got a really good, you know, got some good talent over there, but also got a really, really good coaching staff over there. Yes, sir. So that was that's why y'all did not get an episode of A1 Sports Politics last week. But we still picking up this week, and you know we got to talk about the NBA Finals. Game 6. Game six is tonight, tonight, man, and it's just been great. It's been great. I've been able to catch up with the games as well. You know, I be up late watching games. Long as I get to watch the game, and luckily, they got all this great technology set up to the point where you don't got to watch the game live. You don't got to watch it live, but I was able to watch a few of the games live, but. Tonight is game six. Tonight is game six. And I'm really expecting something different. I'm expecting something different because we all know that the Suns got out to a great start. 2-0. And Milwaukee come back and beat them three times straight. Three times straight. Which really surprised the hell out of me because when I was looking at the first couple of games, I'm like, yeah, Milwaukee... They can't keep up with these guys. The Suns is too much. That's what I was saying. The Suns is too much for Milwaukee. That's what I was thinking. But after them two games in game three, boom. The Milwaukee Bucks respond very well with a good 20-point blowout. And that right there, that's a, that was a statement. That was a statement that they made. Then win three straight? I was not expecting that at all. I don't think none of it was. Then Giannis, we, Giannis, I didn't think he was going to be the same, but he returned like he was never gone. He returned like he was never gone. So it's, it's like, right now I'm just, I, that's one reason why I don't really, you know, we all got our own opinions. That's easy, you know. Everybody, everybody has an opinion. Everybody. Just like you have a mouth. Everybody has an opinion. So it's it's really like, for me, I really, I always never liked picking teams because it's like, you never know what's going to happen. And this is a great example right here. I'm like, oh, the Suns is too much for the Bucks. They cannot touch, they can't touch the Suns. Now look what happened. Now it got me looking like, oh, I should never said that. <laughs> nah, nah, but you never know because it's so unpredictable. You like every game is different than the, the game before, and it's gonna be different the next game. But really, the Bucks been keeping three games straight, bro. Tell me any if anybody really thought this was gonna happen. Let me know. That they was gonna come back and win three times, three three games straight, and then if they win tonight, that'd be four games straight and a closer. Nobody's seen this coming. I don't care about none of. I don't care. My boy Reds, Reds is on the show last, uh, last episode. 
He said the Suns is butt. Nah, bro. They not. They not. I'm gonna tell you what's happening, man. So Oh yeah, let me real quick. Let me let me put that out. Put this out there right now. As I speak, I'm doing a live podcast, so I'm live on Instagram and I'm live on Facebook. So if you just now tune in, you will be able to double back and go listen to the whole podcast on Anchor. It's not hard. Just click the link, and it'll be in the bio. You just click the link. That's it. But anyway, what does the Suns have to do to slow the Bucks down in this series and tie the series up? Like, to me, honestly, I think we're all looking at CP3. We all looking at CP3. We all looking at him because we was, that. who are we looking at when they made it to the final? CP3. So now it's still, I'm not going to say it all evolves around him, but he has the most to lose. You know, like, come on now, this is. It's been a long time, man. It's been a long time, man. We just waiting for CP3 to finally. This is his first finals appearance. We just waiting for him to hopefully win one. So if he be one and one, that'll be great. But to me, I think Chris Paul have to control the tempo and keep his role players involved. Like he have to control the tempo. He's the point guard. He might be the the best floor general in the league right now still, and he's been doing that since he entered the league. And when I say control the tempo, I mean run the floor. You know, don't allow the Bucks to set up on defense. Chris Paul himself, he got to get to being himself, like talking. You know, we know Chris Paul, how he be walking and talking and doing his head like that and, you know, making dudes. He might do a little flopping, but getting dudes in foul trouble and stuff like that. That's the Chris Paul that we need to show up in order to, uh, hopefully get a game seven. I love game sevens. I want to get a game seven. You know what I mean? I want to get a game seven. I want, I love game sevens. Like, that's just what I like. You feel what I'm saying? Whoever wins, that's who. That's what it is. I'm a Lakers fan, so, you know, the Suns spit us out. And I'm not actually going against the Suns. I'm just, I just love game sevens. I don't care who's playing. But that's what Chris Paul has to do. He got to get into his rhythm. He got to get into his rhythm. Had these dudes run the floor. Chris Paul got to get his mid-range going, but it just looked like they offense lately. It's just been predictable in a way because they want to get this pick and roll, get the mismatch, and then that's that's it. That's it. You know what I mean? That's that's You cannot rely on that, and that's something that Coach Monty Williams have to adjust. He, gotta, he cannot rely on getting the mismatch. Shout out to my boy Durden here. Said, what's up with Nayu football? We're going to get to that. Don't worry. We're going to get to it. Just not. Hey, the finals is almost done. So we're going to get to that. Don't trip. But yeah, Chris Paul have to be himself. He have to get every, keep them dudes involved. Keep Carter involved. Keep uh, Johnson involved. Bridges involved. Aiden involved. Devin Booker, he's going to be Devin Booker. And speaking of Devin Booker, Devin Booker also had to keep the guys involved around him too. The Suns did not make it this far with Devin Booker just balling out of control like that, pitting up 40 points. No, they didn't make it this far because of that. They didn't. Do it does it help? Yeah, but come on now. Let, let's think about the the few years, the years before this. Devin Booker was already we we seen that he was a future star. 
That's why Kobe Bryant said be legendary because they seen it in him. But them 70 points, that goes down, but that's not really still legendary until you, you know, hold up that championship, until you got that ring on your finger. You know, that's what's that's what we're looking for. Devin Booker scoring all these points is not going to be enough. It's not enough. And that's what I basically see. I just see him trying to, you know, on multiple possessions. I just see him on a one-on-one, one-on-one. Don't even look at nobody. Trying to get the mismatch. Trying to get, you know, um, Lopez on him. Or Bobby Portis. That's not what's going to let the Suns. That's not going to get the Suns to the next level. I'm just going to let y'all know that. All right? That's not going to do it. Let's even think about that that last possession in game five. In game five. You know, he wasn't looking to pass the ball at all. Y'all had, they had a timeout. He dribbles to the elbow. That, that's his little area. We know he loves his mid-range. He turned, hey, they must have collapsed. All, man, they just surrounded him so fast. Drew Holiday strip. Because he's not looking to pass. Like, And I did not understand that possession. Like, you got a timeout. You got Tucker on you. You got like, a, it's like two, two dudes on you. Yeah, we've seen him do it in the past. But this is different. Now, all the marbles is on the All of them. All the chips is on the, on the desk right now. On the table. You know what I mean? So, it's just like that. He have to get everybody. He got to keep everybody involved, too. Of course, Devin Booker and CP3 is leading these team, this team. But they got to have that impact on the players around them so that they can show up. Bridges was, had, a, had a good game last game. Johnson's been balling. Get them dudes the ball. Stop trying to play one man against five. Hero ball. No, y'all, y'all don't need that. It takes a team to win a championship. And I don't care if we talking about basketball, football, youth football, youth basketball. It takes a team. One player is not going to do it. Kobe didn't do it by herself. Shaq didn't do it by herself. KD damn sure didn't do it by herself. Curry didn't do it by herself. It takes a team, and they have to get their team involved if they want to win. Monty Wimps, who I really feel like is the coach of the year. But what he has to do right now, looking at elimination, losing the finals, he have to get everybody, keep all his guys attached. They have to stay attached. They have to play together. If they don't play together, they do not win. The Suns have to stop relying on creating that mismatch with Portis and Bobby, I mean, Portis and, and Lopez and Brooke Lopez. It's not going to do it. It's not, that's not going to cut it because you know what that does for the, for the Phoenix Suns offense? That slows them down. That slows them down. And we all, like, we all know that the Phoenix Suns, they're better when they're running the floor, spreading it out. That's when they play better. But when you allow the Bucks, who's a really good defensive team, set up, that's 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 tough. And a patient offense is not the Suns' strength. That's what happened in Game Five. The Suns came out running the floor. I said, "Oh yeah, this, we come on now." We and they was at home, so we felt the vibe. They run the floor. You know, they they outscored. They got out to a really really big big lead. 
They got out to a big league. They outscored the Bucks what 37 to 21 in that first quarter. Then came the second quarter. That's when the offense slowed down and they got outscored 43 to 23. Every game the Suns, when they lose, every game that they have lost this far to the Bucks, they have lost the second quarter. They have lost the second quarter. So basically, they lost the second quarter three times already. They can't do that. That's why they're in the position that they're in right now. They cannot allow that to happen because when that happens, hey, we don't know what's going to go down next because that gives the Bucks. Way more confidence, and then we're going into halftime, and it's looking like a close game. And speaking of close games, the Bucks is not—they're not that much of a good offensive team. But if they get out on you and they play good defense already as it is, it's tough to crawl back in. And see, when have we really seen the, the Suns really just come back? You know. It's that they're not a better. They have to get out in front fast. They do that in the first quarter. Then they got to keep it up in the second quarter. Okay, third quarter. Okay, you might get slack off a little bit. Then finish strong. But from playing a good first quarter and second quarter for the Suns, they damn near win the game. So that's something that they have to really, really exercise and focus on. That should be the main. That should be the paramount. Fit finish strong, but also finish the first half strong. In that second quarter. And they and then we're looking at we're looking at possibly a win and tying this up so we can get a game seven that I want. I want a game seven, man. Can we get a game seven in the finals? Come on now. That's all I'm asking for is a game seven. And what does the Bucks have to do in order to close this series out and win their first title since 1971? What they gonna have? They for one, they've been doing exactly what they need to be doing, and that's playing really good defense, and they've been good offensively. Surprising everybody, they all been good. Drew Holiday's been good offensively, and he's a man. When I say I've been saying this, I'm a big Drew Holiday fan. I'm a UCLA fan, so I've been watching him since he stepped foot in the league. And shit, since he stepped foot in UCLA. When he's playing good offensively, the Bucs is a total different team because he's going to show up defensively. He's one of the best two-way players in the league right now. Drew Holiday, very underrated. And like I said, when this when this series first started, I'm like, it's no way. It's no way that the Bucs is going to beat the Suns. I just didn't see it because the Suns, the Suns were playing their type of basketball. You know what I mean? But the Bucs did a great job. By playing both sides of the ball, Giannis playing through that injury. That didn't hold him back because I was like, hold up. I, that has to be like a tour meniscus or something. If you look at the play, I'm like, whoa. He not coming back from that. Not like he not like he came back. <laughs> he, he came back like he never left. That injury to Giannis did something to the Bucks team. Everybody. It forces the other players to step up. Militant, who's been playing great this whole postseason, and Drew Holiday. They didn't even need Giannis to close out the, the Atlanta Hawks. So that tells you something. That tells you something right there. 
But all they have to, what they have to do is they have to continue on doing what they're doing. Playing good defense. Slowing the Suns down offensively. Slow them down. Do not let them stretch the floor and get out and run. Slowing them down. Then offensively, just keep doing what they're doing. If Drew Holiday is scoring, I'm telling you, that's a difference maker. That's a difference maker. He's been the difference maker. But playing great defense. Drew Holiday, he also had a great statement. He said, their mind has always been on defense. That's all they think about is defense. And what does defense do? In any sport, I don't care if it's youth or if it's the pros. Defense wins championships. You know what I mean? We're looking up. Defense wins championships. So their mindset is already stuck on defense. But when you got Drew Holiday, Giannis, and Milton combined for 88 points, 24 assists, and 20 rebounds, that's so tough. That's tough. That's what they combined it for in game five. 88 points, 24 assists. Drew Holiday had 13 of them assists himself. 20 rebounds. That's really hard for the Suns to overcome. So, I, honestly, from here, I don't know what you do because you got a Drew Holiday that didn't have – he had a rocky offensive postseason. But when he got the confidence – and when you know you can do something, I don't care what you're doing. When you got confidence and you know that you can do it, oh, man, you're going to do it. <laughs> Just do it, baby. You know what I mean? That's what it is. So that's what it's been for Drew Holiday. And for the Suns, honestly, if we stack the deck, right, line them up, it's really even or right across because you got CP3 over there, right? CP3, Devin Booker, Aiden. You got Drew Holiday, Milton, Giannis. It's even with some good, with some solid role players. It's pretty solid. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not really okay. This team, it's not sighted. No, it's it's even if you ask me. It's just Giannis is a, a MVP, two-time MVP. But it's a solid matchup. Two head coaches who had experience being around Popovich, but they never coached in the NBA Finals. So it's I, I really love the matchup, and that's why I want a Game 7, man. Give us a Game 7. I still think the Phoenix Suns will win the series if they get to a Game 7. I just think that. But it's going to be hard. Tonight is like a Game 7 for the Phoenix Suns. This game six is like a game seven for the Phoenix Suns. They have to go to Milwaukee. We see that crowd, bro. And shout out to my family out there from Milwaukee that's out there that's in Milwaukee. Shout out to them because they happy. And I'm happy for If y'all happy, I'm happy. Forget it. You ain't the Lakers, but forget it. I know y'all seen LeBron come up to the to the glass game. He's sitting on the sideline with his drip on and all that. You know, Space Jam 2 just came out. But he came in. Watch the game. You know, that's CP3, main man. That's one of his main mans. You know what I mean? That was great to see. But I really want to get a game seven. And this is so important for the Bucks. Not only the Bucks, but for I want just want to talk about CP3. This is important for him, man. This we all want to see CP3 win. We we all want to see it. 
But I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. This the Suns last chance of seeing this. I don't, I'm not gonna say about the. I'm not gonna say the Bucks because they in the East. But y'all know Brooklyn coming. They gonna be healthy. It's hard to make it back to the NBA Finals. It's not as hard as football in the NFL. Is you know you can, no it no 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 no. It's way harder in football. Let me just say that. it's way harder in the NFL to make it back to the championship. But the NBA is kind of different. But when you're on that West where it's the best, where you really can't get no rest, you know what I mean? And you got the Lakers come, and you got all these other teams, the Clippers, the Suns really got to take advantage of this because this might be their last time. This might be their last time being able to make it to the finals. They haven't made it since 1993. The Bucks, I know it's been way longer since they made it to the finals, but I'm just saying. The Bucks really have something over there now. They building something. They got Giannis. And shout out to Giannis. I got to give him his flowers while he, while he woke. I got to give him his, his, his flowers because I really built. I got a whole different type of respect for Giannis now. That's real because for one, he stayed loyal. He stayed loyal. He didn't want to go to these super teams because everybody wanted him. I really thought he was going to end up in Golden State somewhere. He stayed loyal. He playing through it. He's tough. Tough as nails, bro. He's playing through a, a, a really a injury that I, I I really experienced a tour meniscus. And that's what I thought Giannis might have. But we're going to find out after the season, you know, after the season. We'll find out after the season. Yeah, that's the last time the Bucks won. Yeah, 1971. But the last, appearance, the last time they made it to the finals... It might have been 1971, Kareem. But Giannis is the type of player that you want on your team. He's tough. He's really motivated. He go hard every single play. He's like a bigger Westbrook. He don't take no plays off. He plays defense. He's loyal to his team. He got heart. It's not, I don't know what can you not like about him. Besides, even after he should have missed, like he, he missed the whole rim on the free throw and still get back on defense to go make a block. That's tough. That's hard. And for an athlete, any athlete, I don't care what sport you playing. It's really hard to get over when, when adversity is at you, looking at you dead in your eyes. It's really hard to get over stuff the next play. That's why I like this slogan. Next play, next play, next play. Giannis is mentally strong. I'm not saying he's the best in the world, but he's one of them most definitely. And I like the Giannis that he's been lately. The big man Giannis, not the shooting guard or the point guard or the small. No, I like the big man Giannis, the power force slash center Giannis. He's too much for these sons. Aiden, I don't know what Aiden's going to have to do, but he's going to have to do something. He's too. He's been too much for the Suns. But this is a really good series. This is in. I really want to see a game seven, but I won't be surprised if I don't see a game seven. I think tonight we're going to get a game seven. I think tonight the Suns is going to come out and play their type of game. They just can't think too much and try to slow the game down, which is not really good for him. It's not good for them to slow it down. They play fast. They need to play fast and not let the 
the Bucks defense set up. So I think we will begin the game seven, y'all. That's just my opinion. Because I'm hoping for a game seven. I like game sevens. I like, you know, how intense it is. I like the anxiety. I love it. And they'll go back to Phoenix. And it's tough to win in Phoenix. But the Bucks did it. So this, this, the Clippers did it too. But we talking about the NBA Finals right now. Somewhere the Clippers did not make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. So that's it about the NBA Finals game six. I got... The Suns winning tonight by seven. And we will get a game seven. Stay tuned with some more A1 Sports Politicking. We'll be talking about Aaron Rodgers. We're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers turning down that extension that the Green Bay Packers, they gave, they, they, they offered it to him, but he just didn't take it. We'll be talking about that. And also, we're going to talk about the Rams, man. Bad news for the Rams. And also, stay tuned for KD. His tweet that he just tweeted out the other day. All right, stay tuned. They want sports politics. Hey, what? Yo, we back with some more A1 Sports Politicking. How y'all doing, man? Thank y'all for tuning in. If y'all just now tuning in. Yes, sir. You know, so we getting real close to the NFL season. We getting real close, and I'm so happy. I can't wait. Football is here, baby. It's almost here. You know, the NBA is always turned up. The NBA always seems to steal the shine from the NFL. That's just something that bas- that's just the fact of basketball, I guess. Is it because it's in the gym and it's not so hot and all that stuff? And you ain't got to worry about the weather and the rain and the hot and all. I don't know what it is. I don't know. But let's talk about some NFL. Aaron Rodgers, who's been the talk of the offseason. It's been all about Aaron Rodgers, y'all. Y'all know that. And he just been being Aaron Rodgers, bro. He's a diva. He, he He's really like that. Like, he's like that. Arrogant, you know. But he's a hell of a player. He, he is the reigning MVP. He have won MVP twice. He is a Super Bowl winner. Just one Super Bowl out of 16 years. Though. Now, Aaron Rodgers... And the Green Bay Packers have not been seen eye to eye. And they offered to give him, they offered to give him an extension. That would have made him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. He turned it down. He turned the contract extension down. He's going to be a free agent next year. And he turned down the extension. So what does that tell y'all, Green Bay Packer fans? Is it time? Do we not want to be in Green Bay no more? And that tells y'all it's not about the money. It's more about, see, sometimes that's what people get, get mixed up. It's not always about the money. It's not. Sometimes it's just a principle. And I really think this, this is what's going on here in this situation. It's about the principle. It's not the money, y'all. So, when a lot of Green Bay Packers fans are saying, oh, he just wants that extension. Man, the dude going to be 40 soon. He just, no. It's not about the money, y'all. It's not about the money. It's Right now, it, it's the principal. And I don't think it should be the Jordan Love thing from them drafting Jordan Love last draft. And last season's draft. Not this year. Last year's draft. 
It shouldn't even be about that no more. But like I said, Aaron Rodgers is a really, he's a diva, bro. That's just, just straight up. What more do you want, though? Like, I'm I'm, real, I'm full of players all the time, but what more do you want? If it's not about the money, if it's not about the current roster, and they added the, they added the, the slot wide receiver from Clemson, Rodgers, who's really good. And they made it. They lost to the Super Bowl champs in the NFC Championship. One game, one play away that was involved with Aaron Rodgers. What is it? What else do Aaron Rodgers need? What else do he want? Do you want part of ownership by the Green Bay Packers? Is that what you asking for? I think honestly, I think that's that's that that right there. That'll do the job. Tell him, give him, give him a little, a little piece of the team, I guess. But bro, you only won one championship. You only brought one championship to Green Bay. You only been to one championship, and that was a long time ago. What else does Aaron Rodgers want? They have the talent. You got probably the best wide receiver. You got the best wide receiver in the game. Adams is that guy. Did Aaron Rodgers do it? He may have done it. But what else does Aaron Rodgers need? You want to go to another team? Let's think about the destinations that he can go. Um... I keep hearing about Denver. He go to Denver, he's not winning. Right out the, no, just out the gate, no sir. You don't gotta like that. He's not Tom Brady, straight up. Only Tom Brady can go to another team and win that same year. They're two different dudes, bro. Straight up. And Rogers, yeah, he, he might have all the mechanics and all that, and he's super skilled and He's a very great talent that, you know, we might not have never seen, but now it is a guy named Patrick Mahomes. But anyway, what else does Aaron Rodgers need? They was one play away from winning, making it to the Super Bowl, winning the NFC Championship. One play away. So I really, I'm, I'm really lost, like, I, I know for a fact that you Green Bay Packer fans is lost. Like, I know y'all like, man, what's going on? But me right now, how I'm feeling, where else you going to go, Aaron? I, I can name some teams that would be probably a better, uh, 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 I wouldn't even say a better situation than what he have in Green Bay, but similar, the Saints. You got a top five wide right receiver over there. You have one of the top five running backs over there. But you got all that in Green Bay already. What else does Aaron Rodgers need? I need answers. What else, y'all? I just don't, I don't see him going to Denver winning right out the gate. Even if he go to the Saints, I think that'd be, that'd be a really good destination. If he go to Washington, Washington would be a good destination. They got a really good defense, but they're not better than Green Bay offensively. What other team would Kenny go to? That's a better situation than what he already have. What they say? The grass is not always greener on the other side of that gate. I just don't know what else Aaron Rodgers need. What is he asking for? But 
I think it's just all publicity. Like he just won't some attention because he ain't have, like I don't know. I, I that's what it's coming down to for me because he haven't won a, a championship in some time now. It's been a long time. Stay in Green Bay. Show up to training camp and get to business, bro. Y'all was one game away from the Super Bowl. One game. And that was, it was really, it wasn't all on you, but it involved in you while y'all didn't make it. Is it the young coach? It can't be all that because they had success during the season. And in the postseason, just came up short one game. I don't know what it is, but Aaron Rodgers. And let's not forget, you have to win now. Do you want to retire? Do you want to play golf? Is that what Aaron Rodgers want to do? You want to play golf? I don't know, but he's not Tom Brady, y'all. He's not. He's not. He's too much of a diva. He's I, He's not Tom Brady, bro. Any day out the week, give me Tom Brady. He's smarter. He's more determined. He's a better leader. He's a winner. Aaron Rodgers. I can't say the same for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers here fall in that same bracket as Drew Brees. Um, Pretty Russell Wilson. You know, I'm just talking about these one championship dudes. You know, it's tough. It's tough. That's enough about the Green Bay Packers, but let's talk about the Rams who lost their second year back Cam Akers to a tour Achilles during the workout. I don't know if it happened today or yesterday, but it just happened. That's tough because for, for a Rams team, that's really, they, they really have some high expectations now that they got Matt through Stanford. Stanford is going to be a really, really good player over there. But Matthew Stanford, he still haven't proved much because he was in Detroit. So, you know, he's basically trying to get to the Rams. He will. He already got to the Rams and he want to make a push. He want to get him some some victories in the playoffs, make the playoffs. And some players, some players think that they can win the Super Bowl. Some people think that they can win the Super Bowl. That's going to be tough, but that's all we've been. We That's all we've been hearing. It's Matthew Stanford going to the Rams. You know, D-Jack, a really good addition. We just haven't heard much about Cam Akers, who's a, who's a really, he's a solid running back. Don't get me wrong, he's a solid running back, but he's not a really, really thousand-yard rusher. Even though it's his first, you know, he's on, this is what's going to be his second season. Last season, he, he had a really, he had a couple of big games, but he didn't rush for a thousand yards. He didn't even rush for eight. 800 yards. He ran for like a little over 600 yards last year. Now, I don't really think this take a really big toll on the Rams. But if I'm not mistaken, I think their backup running back, he either hurt too or he's no longer there. But I don't think it's a big deal because it's some vets out there, okay? You want to still surround your team around vets, and that's something that the, the Rams can use that. You know, they had it a few years back, and we seen what happened. They wanted, they made it to the Super Bowl. They didn't win the Super Bowl, but they made it to the Super Bowl. So throw a vet in there. 
AP out there. Um, Le'Veon Bell is out there. Shit. Maybe even Todd Gurley. Bring him back. He know the offense. Let him share the backfield with somebody. I don't think that's going to... I don't think Cam Akers' injury is going to take a big toll on the Los Angeles Rams. I just... I don't think it's that much of a big deal. But, like I said, get a vet in there. Adrian Peterson is still running his tail off. Le'Veon Bell still have a lot in the tank, if you ask me. And he's... That he... I think that'll be the best, best fit for Le'Veon Bell, and that'll be the best pickup for the Rams. Go get Le'Veon Bell. Go get him. He's good. He's great as far as a running back, and he can line up out there as a wide receiver. Le'Veon Bell can really pick up that slack from Cam Akers and be productive. He can give you 600 yards. I Really, I think, I think Le'Veon have a lot in the team. Because when he went to Kansas City last season, he didn't do much. He wasn't getting that much looks. Because they had a pretty good young guy over there. But Le'Veon will be a really, really good fit for the Rams. And that's just what I think. But I still think the Rams can go pretty far during this in, in this upcoming season. I think they have some good talent over there as far as it. And they, they are offensive team. And let's not forget about their defense. They got a really good defense. They got two of the top five best defensive players on that defense. And that's Donald and Ramsey. But for that running back position, bring in Le'Veon Bell or bring Todd Gurley back. One of the two. All right. Now, we about to finish up real soon, but I cannot let this go real quick. Let's talk about KD in this tweet. Let's talk about this case, because I, I went back and forth yesterday with some of my old teammates, and we was talking about that. We was, oh, you know, the Cavs, they didn't have enough. But anyway, let me tell you what happened. So KD, of course, y'all know he got them Twitter fingers. He's a, He got them Twitter fingers. He was on Twitter, and somebody said that, somebody said that, somebody on Twitter said, that this year's NBA Finals was the best NBA Finals since 2016. KD, aka Twitter Fingers, <laughs> he said that no, the Cavs and Warriors 2017 Finals was the best Finals. And Dude said no, it was unbalanced in the in. The stack was deck. The, the deck was stacked. Sorry, and it's basically an automatic disqualification. Disqualification. Sorry. Sure. So yeah. So he said they was disqualified because basically they had KD, Clay, Curry, Draymond. They just had a really good team. You know, that's the team that KD joined. That seven seventy three and one team, but KD responded back. KD, aka Twitter fingers, he said no. It was even all the way across. Now, me honestly, and of course they rolled KD, rolled him all over social media. What stacked? It was even. No, because y'all know we gon' they gonna always roll KD because they looking at that team. Oh my god, look at that team. Like I said, 
Curry, Clay, Draymond, KD. Team won 73 games last that previous season. So there he's never going KD is never ever going to get a fair treatment when it comes to this because he did join a super team. He joined a super team instead of staying at OKC and winning like he was supposed to. Like he should have. But I, I me, mean, who, who am I to say? You know, dudes just want to win. So if you want to win that bad, hey, it is what it is. This season, this was KD's first time he could have ever, because uh, even though James Harden was there, but he just wasn't James Harden. He was about 75% out there. This was his opportunity to really show the world that he can do it. And I was saying the same thing when he went to Brooklyn. Oh, this is his chance. This is a shot at proving everybody wrong and winning on his own. But then here come the beard to join Kyrie and KD. But this pat this playoffs, this was his chance. That was his shot to actually do what everybody been waiting for him to do, and that's win on his own. He couldn't do it. He came up short. But let's really end. I was going back and forth with my guys yesterday, man, my, my old teammates on Facebook. And I said, look, check it out. If you look at that Cavs team, you got LeBron, Kyrie, and Kevin Love. Then you got the role players like J.R. Smith, who was, he was now we, we talking about 2017, y'all. Remember, we talking about 2017. You got J.R. Smith, and you got Trenton Thompson. Solid role players. Hey, Darren Williams is on that team too, y'all. But he wasn't the same Darren Williams he was, you know, in Utah, in Brooklyn. But anyway, now, if we look at it, right, so we got the superstars, right? At this time, Kyrie Irving was a superstar. Kyrie Irving was a top 10 player. He was a top five point guard at the time, too. He might still be a top five point guard today, but he was better in 2017 when he was, you know, joined with LeBron James. Now, you got LeBron, KD, Superstars, Kyrie, Curry, superstars. Then you got Kevin Love, Clay Thompson, all stars. That's three on three. If you move everybody out the way, that was, okay, this team they're gonna play a three on three. But this is where I really got rolled at yesterday. So I can't forget about Draymond Green. All right, this is at the time Draymond he was winning championships. He won. He already had a, the ring under his belt, but he wasn't Draymond today. You know, he was still pretty good defensively. He was still a good player in 2017, but he just wasn't all that. Like if you look at him today, he's not really just all all that. You know what I'm saying? I think he's gonna be a future Hall of Famer, but at the time he he was still you know writing out his resume. So I, I put J.R. Smith aside of Draymond Green, which is, you know, I got I got rolled for it, but I understand, I understand, I understand, right? But if you look at that though, man, right? That's even if you ask me. It, why did? Okay, now you got. All right, all right, all right. I'm trying to really even it out because this is 2017 finals. I didn't like this. In A1 Sports politics was going every every at every game. After every game, I covered all them games. I didn't even miss a play during them finals. KD was going crazy. He had 30 every single game. They beat the Cavs in five. It was 4-1. But this is why they 
of course, KD is a really, really, really big difference at the time. This is before the Achilles and all that. Now, that's not why they won. They didn't win because of the matchups. KD just made it look like that because he's KD. He's dropping 30 on your head every game. Curry had a really good finals. He just had one bad game. He had one bad game, but I think he had a triple-double that game. He had 14 points. But if you look at it, it's like, whoa. It's really not about how. It's not about who the Cavs lost to. It's about how they lost. The Warriors' style of play. Their style of play. Passing it to the open man. Ball movement. Defense. That's why they lost. But if you look at the matchup, bro, it wasn't that much uneven. I don't think it was uneven. Because like I said, KD, LeBron, Curry, Curry, um, Klay Thompson, Kevin Love. Them are three-sided three players on each side. Hall of Famers. And then you got Draymond. I don't think it was that bad. But we all know the outcome of it. And that's when LeBron chunked up the deuces. And he got up out of there. You know. But yeah, man. I wanted to, you know, touch base on that. How y'all like that name? KD, a.k.a. Twitter Fingers. <laughs> That's him. That's him for sure. But um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to A1 Sports Politics. I really appreciate y'all. And um, y'all hear from me. NBA Finals. Game 6 tonight. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Game 7. I'm looking forward to Chris Paul and Devin Booker getting their stuff together and getting their team involved and moving forward to Game 7. And, but it's going to be tough in Milwaukee. Don't think it's not. It's going to be tough. Now, that's all I got for y'all here on Sports Politics. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Again, real quick, let me announce that as I speak right now, I was live on Instagram and Facebook. So if you don't, Get all of this A1 Sports Politicking. You can always tap in on the Facebook or you can tap in on the A1 Sports Politics IG page. Or you can even click on Anchor on the link and it'll send you to the whole podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Everybody have a good one. Hey, what?